Hello and welcome. Today we're going to talk about faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The Bible tells us that God gives every man a measure of faith. It also tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So today we're going to hear from Dr. Derek Russell. And we're going to hear his story and his journey on how he didn't even know what he was looking for. But faith came to him. God used faith and found him. This is real life. All right, first of all, I want to thank you for coming, man. Hey, no problem. Uh, uh, we, you know, when you think about uh, doctors, you know, a lot of people in the Christian community right off the bat go, okay, they're doctors, so they're not believers. But you are a doctor who is a believer. Correct. Right, how do you incorporate your faith with your practice? Well, I wasn't always a believer. I mean, I became a believer uh, August 2003. That's when I made my, my faith commitment. Um, before that, I didn't really think of, how do I put it? Well, if faith wasn't part of my practice, then I didn't really have to incorporate it. That first year, uh, I think I wore it more on my sleeve as mm-hmm. far as, you know, I wanted to just talk to people about my own trip and my own, you know, my walk versus how it was going to help them. Uh, now... I get a lot of non-believers that come into practice. So when I talk about healing, I say, hey, I always kind of preface it with whatever you believe in, you know, whether it's your meditation or prayer, which is what I would use, that's a major part of healing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I incorporate it now. So how exactly did you end up finding faith then? The the long walk. I mean, I grew up grew up in a, what we called a Christian family. We went to church periodically. I don't know if you guys, you know, C&E Christians, Christmas and Easter Christians. <laughs> right, I mean, right, that was right. Some of that. My parents used it more as a band-aid. They ended up divorced. Uh, I think they sought out church as a way to help their relationship. And I think we as kids saw that. So it wasn't something that we were very excited about because it didn't really apply to us so much. I mean, we saw it as maybe a band-aid for our parents' relationship. But um, throughout my adult life, it seemed like I always dated girls that... We're Christian. I like that type of woman. I like to, you know, more of the pure, you know, they, they held something higher than themselves. Uh, I don't know why I was attracted to that. I mean, I do know, I know now why, but at the time it was just, it was kind of weird. It was, I meet these girls and, you know, I just, I like, I enjoyed spending time with them. It was someone, this type of person. I was like, yeah, I could spend my life with that type of person. Not necessarily with those particular yeah. individuals. So I guess they witnessed to me in a way because most of them either would take me to church. They would, you know, talk to me about their faith, even though at the time maybe I was a little bit apprehensive. Um, high school, I did Young Life just because it was fun. You know, we enjoyed going there. They shared the gospel a little bit, but mostly it was just fun. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I guess, what was I coming up on? I was almost 30 years old. And that year, my 29th year, uh, just something, you always hear people talk about, you know, something was just missing something that just, you know, I wasn't feeling fulfilled and I wasn't feeling satisfied. Any, everything I did wouldn't Were you me. already a doctor at this point? Yes. Yeah, so what was that? Uh, 2001, I graduated school, so 2003, that summer. Spent a lot of time reading, and uh, I read C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, mm-hmm. and he talks about that hole in your heart that nothing else can fill. Yeah. I was kind of like, man, that makes sense. And he's apologetic, and I like that kind of legal, he makes an argument for it. You know, he tells you, okay, well, if you believe this, then than this and I kind of went huh well, that makes sense I'm very logical in that way and I uh, finally just said you know why am I what's holding me back you know 
it's not going to hurt me. If anything, it's going to improve me. Now, do you do you feel like maybe uh, do you feel like that your perspective of Christianity was off because of the way uh, it was presented to you in the in that as a you know, kid as a kid, and then you know because it seemed like you discovered it, you know, based off the relationship side right. of things, like you know, but the the, the initial presentation was kind of like, what is this? You know, like you you had questions about it or doubts about it. That and I mean, there's all different types of churches. There's all you know different ways of presenting it. I guess mm-hmm. ours was a very like growing up was a very dull. It was very quiet. Right. It was very Anglican, and right. in which there are Anglican churches that are more contemporary now or progressive, but at the time just wasn't exciting right and i was like i want to be excited about something and then that's when later on some of the churches now especially are you know people are jumping up and down that's not necessarily me but they're more excited about it and i thought okay so we can be that way but still love god yeah i mean as a young person it's very hard to because it becomes more like a school setting right, you're if sitting you're not still kid, yeah. and they're telling you to hush and, right yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not a really cool place so first of all i want now i'd like to know on the other side how did you end up becoming a doctor okay uh Something that we had just hinted to before this interview was I played high school soccer. I played a lot of sports. Um, throughout my life, it always seemed like God was steering me towards different things. I didn't know it was him at the time. I just saw it as events, but I uh, hurt my back on the soccer field. And it's funny because I told you I actually helped my coach now. You know, yeah, that's back. really cool. But uh, I hurt my back, and eight years went by. Nobody told me about chiropractic. Most of the people in my family were, you know, medical model. We all grew up, you know, if something hurts, you take a pill, you go to maybe a therapist, you know, see if they can help you. But chiropractic was never something that really entered the conversation until my 20s and got adjusted for the first time and felt 80, 90% improved. It was kind of like, man, wow. I always wanted to be a medical doctor. Why do I want to do something that never helped me? I want to do something that, you know, bettered me and something that I can use to help other people. So that's kind now, of do, do you come from a family of doctors or dad was a military pilot mom's a teacher I mean my siblings and I are all healthcare providers so we don't know where that gene came wow. from that kind of steered us all into healthcare yeah but we all ended up there no that's, that's really cool it's, it's still a form of service right. now you use the word healing right. now uh, it's it's funny because in this little war between you know I call it a war because literally I, I've seen this war between uh faith and science, you know what I mean? And, and even in the, the medical field kind of fell into that, you know. But you use the word healing very strongly. Right. I, I mean, how, how, how do you see yourself? Uh, do you see yourself like as a healer or would you, you know, like, because that's technically what you are. I would love to think of myself as a healer. Um, you know, I think God, like I said, steered me to this uh, in his way. And, you know, whether I'm just the facilitator of healing for him, you know, we always talk about the power that made the body heals the body, but you have to unleash it right? Um, to get all the interference out of the way. And that's just not, that's not just structural interference. I mean, a lot of people, the interference is, you know, it's right here mm-hmm. or it's in their heart. And that's where I talk to them about, you know, if they do pray, pray, you know, try to release these stresses and these things that hold you back from letting your body just work the way it's supposed to work. Uh, you and I touched on food. Mm-hmm. You know, food's a big thing. You know, if you eat junk all the time, your body's being built up by junk. Yeah, I know. So to, clear, to <laughs> clean it out. <laughs> I know. I'm a witness to that one. Yeah, so in order to let the healing continue or to continue or to happen, you know, when we're little kids, you usually cut your finger and it heals as long as you don't get it dirty or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to help get those people and kind of steer them in that right direction. So if that's healing, great. But Now, how much of stress is a part of your practice? How do you mean? Like, 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 is, is stress like a, you know, is that 
like does that cause injuries in ways that we don't know about like well, if you think about we use the word stress pretty you know we think about stress as man i'm having a hard day there's what's called eu stress eu stress which is good stress that's just stuff that happens all the time somebody that you love walking into the room that's you stress you know if they just appear but it's a good thing um you know stress builds up to a certain point and then it becomes bad stress mm-hmm. you know even if it's lots of good stress you know you get a job change you got a new job but then you got to move and you got all this stress things about right out. Um, you know, they always talk about the straw that breaks the camel's back. Well, there's going to be that one movement where if you're a little bit tense and then you go and lift something improperly, yeah, it's usually a physical stress that causes the problem, but it's all that mounting stress, whether it's right. emotional, you know, food, chemical, uh, mental stress. You know, if you got a lot on your mind, you're just tense. Well, wow. so, and you can get injured in that sense. Right. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's funny because I have a friend of mine that was in the uh, NFL mm-hmm. and because of his the the partying lifestyle he ended up getting hurt and he was like a, a starter he ended up getting hurt but it was it, it's, he said that he didn't understand <laughs> it because he was working so hard he was practice every day and things right. like that but it was the extra stuff that he was doing mm-hmm. that ended up causing the stress on the body because even pleasure in a way can still cause you to right. to if you're doing the especially the worst cases I've ever seen in my office involve emotional stress mm-hmm. people that have lost a loved one lost a child uh, going through divorce. Those are the people that I have the hardest time getting healing to occur in because until they are, well, you never get beyond losing a loved one, but until they can deal with adequately, and I'm not a psychologist or a yeah. counselor, but until they can deal with that emotional stress, their body's not going to fully recuperate. So that's the hardest thing for me. Car because, accident, great. We'll get you well. Right. Emotional but stress, Because yeah. they, 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 their mind has to participate. With well, the, their the chemistry, too. yeah, the mind and the yeah. heart. That's yeah, that 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 makes perfect sense. Let me ask you this: When you first came to the faith, mm-hmm. was there a challenge? Like, man, I'm a doctor. Did did you go through that where you had to challenge? Like, what it what? Because there's some 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 people would look at the Bible and be like, man, there's some crazy stuff in there. Not a challenge so much as uh, I mean, call it a challenge. I just didn't know if I was should or how I would incorporate it into my practice. Um, I didn't want to turn people off. You know, I take care of a lot of folks that aren't Christians. You know, they could be other faiths or they could be non-believers altogether of anything. Um, You know, certain people that come in my office where I know that they are, I mean, we're all sinners, but to talk to them about, okay, this thing you're doing that's causing your problem, potentially, you know, in the Bible it says that's sinful. Right. Like this stressful event that you're doing willingly over and over and over is causing your problem. You know, so you, am you I have, the one yeah. that's going to call them out on that? Yeah, I mean, right. I don't want to be. I don't want to judge. But you're in a you're in a place where kind of life is doing the right. judgment for you. Coming like, to me for help. Right. Right. So that's that's an interesting way to see it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because it's like you you have a place where you can just operate in that spiritual authority. I think when it comes to uh, when when people who are not in the medical field use the term healing, it's always just about praying and I'm, we're going to pray. Right. It's always something that, that God does. And, you know, and I believe in that. I believe in that. But I believe that what you also show is this realistic side where God is operating in all things. Right. Where he's, he's operating saying, hey, because I mean, there's, I mean, when he said laying on hands, you're literally laying hands on people. Yeah. And That is part of my work is the laying on of hands in a healing manner. Yeah, you know, whether it's just putting my hand on their back to comfort them, some people just that's all they need, you know, to help the emotional side of things. 
Whereas, and then the other side is the physical, you know, you were joking about earlier with this right. rock and crack is some right. people that come in, they think that's all we do. Yeah, I know that, that's exactly what I thought. I thought you just come in there to give them an elbow, right. jump, <laughs> jump off the top rope. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so, so now how much, if stress is one of the main issues, mm-hmm. how do we get people to calm down and get to a place of peace where they understand what peace is? Well, I mean, as Christians, you know, we would say you need to point your ship towards God. You know, he's going to help you get there. Um, you know, a lot of people think they're going to do it on their own. You know, no, 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 I don't need to, you know, I don't need to see a counselor. I don't need, I don't need help. Um, I think that's the biggest problem I see is that people think they're going to do it by themselves mm-hmm. and they don't want to, I mean, granted they're coming to me for physical help, but they don't want my, I guess my advice in the emotional or spiritual side of things. So, <laughs> well, I, and I, I kind of just go, okay, right. Go to the big guy, right? If well, you believe in that, and you know, the, the thing is, I think that when uh, the, the way the medical field has been kind of divided, like, okay, you you work on bones and you're a chiropractor, well, you're including me in the medical field. A lot of medical people would push me outside of their model, really, because we we address things from, okay, where's the cause coming from? Whereas they're addressing more of the symptoms. Uh, we used I to joke you. that MD stands for what's the matter doctor? Matter doctor, <laughs> right, right. Versus doctor of chiropractic, doctor of cause, right. Because you, because you got the you got the whole you know like you know exactly like a, like kind of like a heart surgeon. You know exactly what you're doing. Whereas people go to more of a medical doctor to yeah, find out what the problem is. This hurts. Can you do something about this? Right, right. If, even if it's coming from somewhere else. But but those things are connected in your field. Like if something like if you're having problems with your feet, a lot of times it's a problem with your back right. or vice and of versa. Of course, we're concerned with symptoms, but ultimately, in the grand scheme, if we want it to ultimately go away, you know, down the road, we want to get to what the cause of it is. Now, and if that root of it is though, if it's a spiritual or emotional problem, that's where my my little challenge is. It's like right. okay, to change their mindset and okay, it hurts here. Well, your problem's here. And that's, that's my what goal I was going to, to ask you. Bring them back around and say, okay, we need to start working here. That's going to help this. Because I mean, this, this had to be amazing for you to discover because you didn't always know this. So that means you had to, when you discover, how did that feel, man? Did that just like hit you? Like, wait a second, this is all connected. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, when you first go to school, you think, okay, like, just like we were joking about, I'm going to rack and crack people. Right. I'm going to shake them out on the table. Homer Simpson, they had an episode where he shakes the guy out on a <laughs> trash can. And, uh, but then I got there and I said, man, there's a whole lot more to this than I realized. And that was cool, though. I mean, it wasn't at first it was a little scary just because I was like, man, there's this is a lot bigger deal than I originally thought it was going to be. You know, I'm yeah. be helping people on a lot of different levels instead of just you know dealing with their physical body. So Yeah, because, I mean, we, we talked about stress and I mean, d- depression is taking mm-hmm. Americans out every day. You know what I mean? And it's a horrible thing, but but because a lot of people don't know that they can be healed. Right. You know, uh, and and it's very interesting that this you, you it's, it's like what you're saying about you're you're pointing to the the whole reality that the heart is what's important. Or well, the soul. I mean, the, yeah, to the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that the the heart when you look at it. You know, it does affect our body, the, con- mm-hmm. the spiritual condition that we're in, the mental condition that we're in. It does affect our body. I mean, just to even know that you're you know, capable of getting in more physical pain if you're not mental in mental shape or spiritual shape. That's important for people to know. Right. Uh, and, and I do believe that, uh, first of all, it's very inspiring because my whole thing has been trying to get more Christians to do things outside of the church, to be a part of the marketplace, get involved in the medical field, right. stop with the separation because we do a lot of separating the two. Like, okay, I'm a Christian, so either I'm a pastor, an evangelist, a pastor. Like, what if you are a doctor? 
my pastor talked about going outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's an attorney. Well, you think the court of law, I mean, they're doing this so much, trying to keep Christianity out of the public place, whereas he's working in that place. As yeah, an attorney, so. that, that's amazing. Now, you said your, your father was a pilot mm-hmm. and your mother was a teacher. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up with that dynamic? Uh, how do you mean? I mean, as far as like, you know, having a, a father in the military, a, a, it was like, it seems like a very disciplined home. You got a teacher and a, someone yeah. in the military. Um, I mean, I've always, that's that was my challenge, I guess, you know, giving in to God was I always had an authority issue. You know, when you're the child of somebody that is an authority figure, a lot of times you rebel against that. Right. 